Hello, and welcome to the Healthy Green Athlete podcast. I'm your host, Karen Simpson, the founder of Healthy Green Athlete, and I'm a certified holistic health coach, sports nutritionist, adult athlete, environmental scientist, and nature lover. The goal of this podcast is to provide adult athletes that are competing in any sport at any competition level with the knowledge and tools that they need to fuel, heal, and nourish their way to feeling, looking, and performing their best at any age and help them maintain it for life. I will cover topics ranging from nature-based nutrition and human movement to sports psychology and mindfulness. So I invite you to sit back, relax, and listen your way to peak performance and athletic longevity. Hello, and welcome back to the Healthy Green Athlete Podcast. I'm your host, Karen Simpson, and in this episode, I'm going to share my tips on how to come back to your sport as fast as possible after an injury. And at the end of this episode, I'm going to share with you a link to an ebook that I wrote, which is called Healing Green Athlete, The Adult Athlete's Guide to Returning to Sport After Injury. Since this is going to be a sub 20 minute episode, this ebook will go into much greater detail on some of the things that I'm only going to touch on in this episode. I wanted to cover this topic today because one year ago today, I tore my meniscus while I was at practice. And then about a month after I got hurt, I had orthoscopic surgery to remove the torn tissue. And my post-op recovery was actually pretty quick. It was only about six weeks, which is pretty typical for um, uh, meniscus tear surgery. But from the time that I was injured to the time that I was graduating my physical therapy and back in the sand playing was a total of about 14 weeks, which is three and a half months. And when I played in my first tournament back, which was another four weeks after that, I still was not back to playing at 100%. My knee was recovered at that point, but I had lost a lot of strength and mobility. And not that I could jump very high in the first place, but my vertical dropped. And I also wasn't able to move through the sand like I was before. And it turns out that I wouldn't get back to being at 100% for another four to six months of physical therapy, mobility exercises, Lots and lots and lots of foam rolling. And of course, a sport-specific strength and conditioning program that I got from my coach, Mike Anderson, at Anderson Strength and Fitness. As adult athletes, we are at a higher risk of injury than youth athletes just because our bodies have been naturally aging. As people get older, their bone density drops, their collagen production declines, which can impact joint health, And there's also a decrease in fast twitch muscle fibers. The rate of decline in these things is lower in athletes than it is in sedentary individuals, by the way. So remaining active and working on keeping your muscles and bones strong as you age is super important, regardless of whether you're currently competing in a sport or not. I like to think of injuries as kind of like getting into a car accident. When you get into the driver's seat of your car, you are putting yourself at risk of an accident. And this risk can be lowered based on your driving skills, based on the bells and whistles that you have on your car. 
And then the severity of the damage that is endured when you do get into an accident can also be influenced by the speed at which you're going when it happened, the size of your vehicle, the materials that were used to build the car, and just the general durability of that vehicle. With an injury, there's also a risk of getting injured every time you participate in your sport. And some sports have a higher risk than others, just like if you're driving some routes from point A to point B and road conditions, for example, or time of day or whether or not you're taking back roads or the highway, those different routes have different risks associated with them. And like car accidents, the severity of an injury can be influenced by a lot of things, including your age, your body composition, physical health, resilience, mobility, nutrition, stress levels, and the body's ability to recover. If you're showing up to play or participate in your sport and you're dehydrated, sleep deprived, you have weak muscles because you're not strength training, you have poor mobility, you're not eating very well, not getting enough nutrients, and you're not warming up before you play, Essentially, what you're doing is creating a condition where your injury risk is very high. So this would be the equivalent of driving a Honda Civic around a curve at 50 miles per hour on an icy road, and you're not wearing your seatbelt. And these conditions can increase your risk of getting into an accident. To prevent the occurrence of an injury and reduce the severity of that injury, it's really all about understanding and managing your personal risk factors. Injuries suck. I'll be the first one to tell you that. And unfortunately, injuries cannot be 100% prevented because they are a part of being an athlete. But you can reduce your injury risk by making sure that you're getting enough nutrients through your diet, you're giving your body ample time to recover between workouts, you're building strong muscles that support strong bones through a strength training program, you're addressing your muscular and structural imbalances, and increasing your range of motion or your mobility. Even if you are doing all of these things, you can still get injured And if you are doing all of these things, it's likely that you will recover faster from an injury in comparison to somebody who is not doing all of these things. But for right now, let's just say that you're injured or you're interested in learning how to come back quickly after an injury. Now I want to talk about the three phases of an injury and provide some tips on how to navigate these three stages in order to ensure that you are optimizing your recovery and shortening the time that it takes to get back to playing and being at or better than you were before. The first phase of the injury is the injury itself. This is when the body experiences some level of physical trauma and then responds by triggering an immune response. This immune response can show up as bruising at the injury site, swelling, pain, in some cases bleeding. The main objective in this phase should be to protect your body from further damage. So it requires a certain level of self-awareness to realize that something is wrong And continuing to try and put stress on that site of injury can do further damage. 
If the injury is minor, like a sprain, it can cause swelling and tenderness at the injury site and is likely best treated with rest and some kind of effective anti-inflammatory protocol. And you'll likely be back to your sport within a few days. Injuries that are more severe and might require medical attention can have all sorts of recovery paths depending on how and where the injury occurred. And if you suspect that you have an injury that isn't going to heal with just rest, ice, and compression, then it's best to get that checked out by a medical professional as soon as possible. I also want to mention that because everyone is so unique when it comes to injuries and their abilities to heal, it's very important that you do not compare yourselves to others who may have had that same exact injury or that same exact surgery. And so your recovery time may look different. Your recovery path may look different. And it's because there are a lot of variables at play. So really just worry about yourself and doing everything that you possibly can to improve your healing process. In addition to the physical trauma of the injury itself, there's also this emotional roller coaster that follows. And this is something that not a lot of athletes talk about, but the emotional response of an injury is a real thing. It's often associated with the Kuba Ross five stages of grief because physical disturbance in your body can result in denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and ultimately acceptance, especially if your injury is causing you to sit out from your sport for an extended period of time. And in my ebook that I wrote, I actually go through how I personally went through these different stages of grief when I was injured. The second phase of injury, and often the longest part of the process, is the healing and repair phase. During this phase is when your body is working overtime to heal damaged tissues and therefore needs the proper building blocks to help with this. You'll want to make sure that you're consuming enough high quality protein to support the healing. You also want to make sure that you're avoiding foods that cause inflammation in the body, such as dairy, alcohol, and gluten. Make sure you're staying properly hydrated and ramp up your micronutrient intake by consuming lots of nature-based foods, fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, animal proteins. You'll also want to consider adjusting your calorie intake because it's likely that while you're healing from an injury, that your overall activity level decreases from what you're used to. So you don't need to consume as many calories since you're not having to support that same level of activity that you were doing before. In my Healing Green Athlete ebook, I actually go into the topic of nutrition during an injury in much greater detail. So I'd encourage you to check that out. While you're injured, you may not be able to train like you were before. And Believe me, I know it gets really frustrating, but this is when I recommend focusing on the things that you can do rather than the things that you can't. So for example, you may need to modify your training to make sure that you're still getting some physical activity in, but also being mindful of your healing injury. When I was recovering, there's a lot of things that I couldn't do. I obviously couldn't play volleyball, but I was also not able to do a lot of the lower body exercises that I was used to doing. But my upper body was not injured, 
so I could still work on that. And eventually I was able to do modified and assisted versions of lower body exercises. Physical therapy is really great for getting your injured site back into commission, but don't neglect the rest of your body that is still functioning perfectly normal. And working with a strength and conditioning coach will help you to modify your workouts and your training so that you don't have to start completely from scratch in other areas of your body. While you're injured and healing is also a really great time to work on your mind. You don't need to have the ability to play your sport to work on your confidence, your mental toughness, your discipline, or your self-awareness. You can do visualization exercises to trick your brain into thinking that you're actually participating in your sport or activity. You can also do mindfulness meditations, which are not only great for helping you stay calm and focused, but they are an excellent stress reliever. And during this healing and repair phase, it's very crucial to do everything within your power to remain stress-free because that will significantly contribute to healing. And then the third phase of injury is the injury prevention phase. So this is when you've fully recovered or have mostly recovered and are able to return to your sport. And maybe at that time, you're not at the same level that you were pre-injury, but that's to be expected. During this time, give yourself some grace, but also remember that this is a very common time for additional or repeat injuries, especially if you come back too soon or if you have established a lot of muscular imbalances during your recovery time. So during this phase, injury prevention should be a major priority when you're coming back from your injury. And you can do this by following a sport-specific strength and conditioning program that not only helps you achieve your goal of coming back just as strong or stronger than you were before, but it prevents additional injuries elsewhere in the body. If you have developed strength imbalances while you were recovering, those imbalances could lead to injuries somewhere else in the body. So a good strength and conditioning program will help balance those back out. Another factor to consider for injury prevention is mobility. If you're like me, chances are that you lost a lot of mobility in certain areas of your body just from allowing your body to heal. A good physical therapist will start you on some of these exercises, but you want to make sure that you continue to do them well after you've graduated from your physical therapy sessions. You'll probably want to do a lot of soft tissue work like stretching, band distractions to improve movements of the joints, and myofascial release techniques in your muscles like trigger point, foam rolling, dry needling, and massage. So those are the three phases of injuries and some tips on navigating each one so that you can return to your sport as fast as possible. And as promised, I want to share my Healing Green Athlete ebook which you can download for free by going to healthygreenathlete.com backslash healing green athlete, all one word. If you liked this episode, please leave me a review and hit the subscribe button so that you can listen to each new episode that comes out every other Friday at 3 p.m. Mountain Time. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.